What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. I don't podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast. It's not the Almost Famous Podcast. And this is called... Wedding burnout. Yeah, this is called literally Ashley's losing her freaking. First of all, Ashley, let's talk about this because at Lauren is not here. You guys, it's very sad. Um, but school, she has school. But Ashley and I haven't caught up in a while. We are both so busy. Ashley's getting married. We have a million things going on. And I feel like burnout is real. Oh, it is. I, I'm looking forward to my honeymoon than I, more than I am the wedding. Yeah, at this it's point. crazy. I need a break. We need a break. But I would love to have my friend on, actually, you know, my friend that puts on phone free events to talk about burnout. He like, yeah. talks about like stuff to do when it comes to that because we just have way too much it's happening it's exciting the, i know it's first world problems so i don't like want to like concentrate on too much right but it's like even when we even when i am like running a simple errand as laundry and target as mm-hmm. i just did in la laundry and target takes you two and a half hours hours getting through the parking garage but it's a mile away like if you look on yeah the parking garage yeah. and all that it's those in-betweens if you look at them like Google, you guys, you'll see it's Google one Maps, mile yeah. away. Yeah. Um, but then it's not just that. It's because in between, um, within those mm-hmm. two and a half hours, my my emails mm. and my texts. Mm-hmm. And it's just like... Ding, 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 it's ding. so much. It's never... It's nonstop. But you were always good. Like you taught me about the starring the emails in Gmail, like to yeah, go back to definitely. it. But the thing is, is sometimes those stack up for me. So yeah. I feel like I have to respond right away. So if I'm at a stoplight, I'm on my phone, which obviously is not safe. I, and good. I would not encourage doing that. But no. yeah, it's a lot. Same. But anyways... Ashley and I are so excited because today we have a very, an extremely special coveted guest. <laughs> um, I think it's no secret that we all love dogs here on this podcast. And we have at it's Doug the Pug on Instagrams. He's going to be on the pug, podcast and Leslie, his owner, is going to be on the podcast. Well, I'm assuming she'll be sitting in his lap, you know. Um, you guys, he has three million followers. 3.8. Almost at four. Almost at four million followers on Instagram. I know a lot of you listening have probably probably already followed dogs or cats or pigs on Instagram. And it's this whole phenomenon that we haven't really explored. And it's kind of an I don't get it, I mean, right? Because the dog I don't get it because this dog is providing her living. And it has no idea what's happening. <laughs> and he looks like he's into it. He, he looks has like no he's idea how much money she's making off of him, um, and I'm not saying that in a bad way. But he has dog toys, some clothing merch. Where's the sports bra from Claire's. that you're wearing right now? Fabletics. Oh wow, it's really pretty. Fabletics is the best. You got to upload a picture of that. Um, he has a line at Claire's. Yeah. Did you say he's a line at Claire's? He's a line of like backpacks and accessories at Claire's. That is unreal. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So, I think this is my favorite one is this, is the Doug the Pug which as one? the Lion King. Okay, that's funny. So if you guys go to his Instagram, when was that one uploaded? Uh, July 18th. Okay, so Ashley likes the July 18th one. Will you, yeah, go, to like the U- one too. Will you go to the UFO one? That one's my favorite. UFO. Yeah, go to like, scroll to the top. There's this video of him in like this oh, green right alien suit. What day was that uploaded? From another planet four days ago. So, so what was that? Who knows? That okay, guys. Well, look at he's wearing a green alien outfit. And to me, it is just hilarious content. It's Doug the Pug. He's a pug, obviously, sitting in like this UFO. And they're just like cutting him between like space backdrops. It's so incredible. So Should we get Leslie on the phone and talk to her about yeah. this craziness? D- totally. All right, let's Wait, do it. Wait, is he like E.T. here? He looks like E.T. here. 
Oh my god, he's ET in but that he's photo. Not. It's just he's trying to be. He. They should totally cool. do an ET photo. They probably have. All right, yeah, let's call have. her. Okay. Wait, we almost forgot. Before we call Leslie, you guys, it's a very big deal. We are nominated for a podcast award. It's the People's Choice Podcast Awards. Well, I think the People's Choice is one of the awards that we can win. But oh, it, yeah, really? it is. It is called People's Choice. But I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's from People Magazine, actually. No, I think no, it's just, not People Magazine. Yeah, because People's Choice is different than People's. Magazine. Right, right. Well, so if you guys go to podcastawards.com, we would love if you could nominate us and vote for us. Continue to vote for Continue us. Continue to vote for us. We are under the society category. Voting is from August 11th to the 15th. And honestly, guys, it would be so cool to get one of these, and we can't do it without you guys. That would be really, really awesome. Amazing. So and make sure you head over to the website. It's podcast awards podcastawards.com look for the i don't get it podcast um nominate us for the people's choice podcast and society and if you guys follow our instagram um at i don't get it and you tag us after you vote you screenshot the vote um courtney will repost you on our instagram yeah yeah all right all right thank you guys so so much keep voting we love you okay let's call leslie now all right, guys, we got Leslie on the line, and I think we have Doug on the line, too, right? Hi, guys. Yep. Uh, my name is Leslie Mosier. I am the owner and momager of Doug the Pug. Doug is here in the room with me. He's being kind of a jerk right now because he smells food in the kitchen, so you might hear some scratching or weird pug noises, but yeah. <laughs> Leslie, does Doug know that he's famous? Um, I always say Absolutely. I don't think with what we do, he could be so excited about everything without knowing that he is the star of the show. Um, we say that he requests Fiji water on his writer, so he could, he could be a little bit of a diva. Wait, does Doug actually drink Fiji water? No, but, you know. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. Ultra filtered. Hey guys, it's Lauren. Just making a couple quick appearances on this episode. And I just wanted to um, quickly talk about your smile and how your smile is genuinely what makes you confident. And if you have yellow teeth, you're not going to smile. You're not going to be confident. You're not going to be good at your job. You're not going to be good on that date. You know, whether if it's a job interview or a dating profile, your smile can help you make the best first impression. But if your smile isn't as vibrant as you want it to be, ARC can help you feel more confident. And ARC is a new way to achieve professional level strength whitening at home for just 30 minutes. It's like nothing. Uh, you do it while you're watching your show and you'll be more confident by the morning. It's amazing. Each ARC treatment includes dentist-approved enamel-safe whitening strips that adhere to your upper and lower teeth. And along with ARC, there's a blue light technology. The blue light mouthpiece arcs around your entire smile, delivering targeted blue light energy to help weaken certain stains below the enamel surface, making your treatment more effective than the strips alone. Arc can help you reveal a smile that's 50 times wider than the leading whitening toothpaste, and they offer satisfaction guaranteed. And to help our listeners get a whiter, brighter smile, Arc is offering $15 off your purchase of a blue light kit when you visit arcsmile.com and use the promo code get it at checkout that is a r c smile.com and use the promo code get it g e t i t for $15 off your blue light whitening kit that's a r c smile.com and the promo code is get it well we have so much to cover but um i was reading your huffington post article um this morning actually and i loved what i read you basically told them how you got started so i think ashley and i would love to know you know what job did you have before this and how did doug the pugs instagram come to be yeah so before this job um i worked at a record label here in nashville so essentially i was the assistant manager to a bunch of bands and artists and it was my dream job when i moved to nashville um i went to belmont which was a school that focused on the music business so essentially every day i ran the artist social media accounts i did marketing i did graphic design which now looking back it was perfect uh to set me up for doing Doug the Pug full-time. Um, and, you know, with that job, it was very stressful. I didn't really get paid a lot, and I was still in college. So after work, you know, I had Doug. He was the puppy. And I would go home after work and just take photos of him. And it was, like, my way to decompress 
and just kind of hang out with my dog after being gone all day. So I started taking photos of him and posting them just on my personal Instagram account. And within, you know, a few months, I realized that people only wanted to see my photos of Doug and people really connected with him being called Doug the Pug. And one night I, you know, had just started dating my now husband and he was like, I really think that you should change your personal Instagram account to just Doug the Pug. And I'm like, I don't want to be one of those crazy dog owners, you know, like that spends all their time on a dog's Instagram account. But sure, why not? And as soon as we did that, it took off. And I posted a video one night to Doug's new Instagram account and Facebook page, which at the time had 3,000 likes. And in the morning, on my way to work, I noticed my Facebook was like blowing up. And I checked it, and his video had 20 million views. What? So it, yeah. What like, was it a video of? So it was a video of Doug running around a park in Nashville with a pug balloon attached to his waist. And the song, Let Me Tell You About My Best Friend, was playing. So it was like a really fun, happy little video, but like never would have expected it to blow up the way that it Wait, did. What was the count number? 20 million. What in the world? 20 million. <laughs> So <laughs> that yeah. is fucking wild. Wait. So like what? good morning America called the <laughs> next like, day. So, like Whoa. How that was crazy. that many shares? Like that many people shared it. Yeah, that's what's crazy. And it was before Facebook, you know, the algorithm was the way that it is now. So like it really reached a lot of people. And by the end of that week, I had Doug's page went from three thousand likes to a hundred thousand likes. By the end of that month, he was at a million likes on Facebook. And my husband and I were like, well, people love these videos. Like, we need to make more videos. And lucky for me, he had a background in video. Wow. So we started so going around. Oh, my gosh. All of this is just pure serendipity. But we would, like, go around Nashville and became it became our thing to like dress Doug up and do parodies of TV shows and movies. So the first video after that viral video that we did was Harry Pugger. And we made Doug, you know, look like <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> the music was playing. That video got 30 million views. Jesus Christ. And then we did. <laughs> I, I yeah. got to stop you for a second. Do you think that any dog is capable of this? Or is this something, a special quality about Doug? Doug is very special. Um, he he knows, he's like, at home right now, he's being a total dog. He's like our dog, he's our baby, you know, whatever. When he is in front of a camera or when he is, you know, at one of his meet and greets or, you know, doing some sort of commercial or whatever it may be, it's like a switch turns and he is like incredible to watch people like are mesmerized when they see it happen in person because they think that you know i'm doing some crazy thing to get him to do all these things but like he truly like acts and he's he's very very special he's a show dog and i love how yeah. his tongue kind of hangs out right like to the oh, yeah. left I think that's side. critical to his following but you know what <laughs> i think it is i mean obviously we want you to finish your story but just that first video of tying a balloon to a pug it running around and putting a song behind it as simple as let me tell you about my best friend there's so much negative stuff that we see on a constant basis on social media that that would make me so happy. I would share that with someone. And it's like a well-curated, produced video. Yeah. You know? Thank you. Yeah. That's really our mission with everything is, you know, we want to make people happy. And you're right. Like, every single day, you know, we woke up this morning to see that there was another shooting. And it's like, I want to just make people happy. And Doug has that amazing quality. And he's given that gift to just literally put smile smiles on millions of people's faces. Um, okay. So we want you to like finish the story though, of how it came to be. So the second video gets 30 million views. So then what? So I quit my job. <laughs> I was like, okay, I need to try this full time. I told my parents that I was quitting and starting a graphic design business, which at the time that was my backup. I was like, okay, if Doug the Pug doesn't work, at least I, you know, know how to do graphic design and I can make um, my own business out of that. So quit my job. Rob and I were like, let's go to New York City. And we had 
three days of all day press with Doug. So we were like going to Cosmopolitan and Time Magazine and BuzzFeed, like all these, you know, major news publications in New York City. And every time we walked into the room, people were so happy to meet Doug. And we got amazing press that week. And at the end of the week, we had an impromptu meetup at Central Park. And I, like, ordered overnight these little posters for Doug the Pug and, like, a paw print stamp. And we were like, come meet Doug in Central Park. And we walked to the park. We're expecting, like, you know, maybe 50 people. And there were, like, 200 people, like, a line around the park. So that was the first, like, oh, my gosh, this has really reached a lot of people. It's not just, you know, something that we see on our phone. It's, like, actually reaching real humans and their dogs and that was kind of the moment that wow we realized you know we had something and the book when was this came. again um this was in 2015 may of 2015 okay and then i cut you off you said a book came after yeah we right after that trip we got an offer to do a book and that was one of the first <laughs> things that we wild. put up. it's crazy just like talking about it cuz i'm so like numb to it at this point like it's just become you know my everyday life that I forget the origin of it and when I hear myself talking right now I'm like whoa this is really fucking crazy it's so wild (laughs) um but yeah the book came out uh that fall and it made the New York Times bestseller list and you know what was the book it's called Doug the Pug, King of Pop Culture. And it's essentially like a coffee table book with a bunch of photos and cute things. And and pick like photographs that you're, you and your hus- now husband took. Yep. Wow. So you and guys own the rights to all those photos. That's amazing. So basically you dress them up as like pop culture characters. Yeah. They so do yeah, parodies like Harry Pugger. Yeah, like impression. Ashley's favorite we were just talking about before he got you on the phone, Leslie, was um, the Lion Pug. For Lion King. Oh my God. Yes. That's one of my favorites too. Um, we took that in our basement. I just want to have a little tangent right now. This is very random. But one of my I don't get it in life that I've never shared on the podcast is the New York Times bestseller list. And I, and this is, I hope you're not offended in any way, Leslie, but I feel like I have friends that have written books and they're like, it's a New York Times bestseller. And I'm like, does everyone get to be a New York Times bestseller? Like, how do you become a New York Times bestseller? I've always I, wondered honestly, this. I think they just like pick books i don't uh-oh oh there he is there he is, there he is. Doug is here famous he, he dog on the pods. um i honestly don't even remember i just remember it being a stressful few weeks after the book came out of like not knowing and just like texting you know our book publisher people like have you heard anything and whatever and it just so happened that we made the animals list of new york times bestseller the last month that they ever had an animal section on the New York Times bestseller wow, list. Wow, how lucky is that? I know. So, um, but yeah, no, I agree. It's it's very confusing. It doesn't really feel like there's any sort of rhyme or reason, but I am very thankful that um, we were one of the lucky ones. That's pretty awesome. Hey, it's Lauren again, and I need to talk about my new deodorant, Native Deodorant, everyone. It stops those cold sweats when you're nervous uh, during work or school, and it stops those sweats that you uh, get when you're walking your dog in 110-degree heat. Native works, and it also works without aluminum, parabens, sulfates, uh, triclosan, so many things I can't pronounce, and they're filled with ingredients found in nature, such as coconut oil, shea butter, uh, tapioca starch, and it's made in the USA with ingredients thoughtfully sourced from around the world. There's no animal testing. You know we're all about that at the I Don't Get It podcast, and free shippings and returns. This deodorant lasts for about 16 hours a day. It can get you through your workout, your busy mom life, running around, sweating, nervous sweats, the whole shebang. And they have 7,000 five-star reviews. And you can check them out at the Today Show, Women's Health, Elle, Good Morning America, Pop Sugar, Nylon. Not Native is everywhere. I'm sure you guys are seeing it all over your Instagram ads and everything. I'm telling you, this is one you're going to want to try. And the best thing is that it uses all natural products and there's no aluminum. I'm sure you've been seeing the articles about how aluminum is very bad for your for you and your deodorant. So why not switch to Native today? So for 
20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com slash get it and use the promo code get it during checkout. That's 20% off your first purchase. Visit nativedeodorant.com slash get it. And you, it's delivered right to your house. So it's just crossing off another thing on your list at CVS or Walgreens every month. So you just have to, you don't have to do anything. You just go to nativedeodorant.com slash get it. So after the book, um, that really opened up a lot of crazy opportunities for us too. like a lot of celebrities started following Doug at that point because, you know, we were getting some national coverage with the book. So before I knew it, you know, we were meeting people like Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber. And that's when it really got crazy because it's people that I personally follow and like look up to or, you know, like fangirl over and suddenly... I'm in a room with them and they're on the floor, like freaking out over my dog. No way. Okay. Wait. So this is where I get to get, ask you the question that I've been most excited about. How was Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner? Oh my gosh. Honestly, Joe is probably my favorite person that we've gotten to meet. He is (gasps) what you see is what you get. He is so down to earth and just like so chill. And you would truly never know who he is. You know, like there's no ego with him. And I really, really admire that because, you know, we meet a lot of people through this and it's like you can just immediately tell, you know, if they're going to be like, you know, real with you and just have like a real conversation. And Joe, like, you know, when he's in Nashville, he'll like hit us up and. Um, you have Joe just... Jonas's personal number now? <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Uh, it's for Doug. <laughs> Wait, but you know what's but really yeah. sad, guys? They, um, Sophie and Joe just recently lost one of their dogs due to a freak accident in Wait, New York. Wait, that dog? That's why he got a tattoo? Picasso, I think his yeah, name was, right? Yeah, little blue eyes. Yeah, that's really sad. Oh, no, I didn't know. That's why he got a tattoo. Leslie, maybe you should like FaceTime Doug the Pug with him. So they, I think they're Make in mourning. Yeah, it's so sad. Oh, that's so sad. Actually hung, Doug hung out with his dogs um, oh, one of the no. last times. Yeah, That's I haven't sad. broken the news yet to Doug. But oh no, he was wearing a they... tuxedo to the wedding and everything. Damn. Oh god, I can't imagine. Um, but I would like to hear some other celebrity stories if yeah. you have. Like, do you have a okay. bad one? You don't have to name who the person was, but like, are yeah. there some people that are pretty snooty? And Doug like has the animal instincts to be like, no, thank you. Oh yeah, that's so true, Ashley. Because a dog will not yeah. like if you're a bad person. I feel like, yeah. kind of, yeah. There have been a few times where it's just been, you know, like that person hasn't really. They're just like so on, and not really like, you know, caring that the moment is happening. I don't know. It just doesn't feel like very connected. Um, or they'll just like pop in, like, okay, let's get the photo with Doug. Like, bye kind of thing um but it just it makes such a difference when the person you know is a dog lover that's another thing too is like a lot of people you realize like not everyone is a huge dog lover but like the people that are doug goes freaking crazy over them how could you Um, not be a dog lover agreed agreed but my favorite celebrity story is that shakira (gasps) flew the three of us out to barcelona shut you the fuck up i love her I love her. I love her even more because she was like truly the kindest. I mean, we went to her house. This sounds like a fake story. I promise I'm not making anything up. This is we wild. went to her. She just had just come out with a song um, called Pero Fiel, which is like um, about a dog. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, I want to take photos with Doug the pug in Barcelona. And so they literally a week later had us on a plane and we went to her mansion, which is was the most beautiful house I've ever been in. And before I knew it, we're like riding in her glass elevator, just Rob, Shakira, and I. Shut and so, the fuck up. Like, there was, it was, there was no security. It was just so chill. And she was so happy. Doug was playing with her kids. And her husband was there, who's a huge soccer player in Barcelona. I had yeah. Gerard Piquet. But the coolest thing is, so she grew up in Colombia, in Barranquilla. And my mom, lived in Barranquilla growing up. Oh my God. Wait, so, so you're Latin American. That, just like, yeah, I'm part, I'm part Hispanic. Oh, I love it. Latina like, represent. It, yes. But it was, it was so cool to like have that in common with her. And just like, I grew up listening to her. Like she was one of those people where I was so unbelievably nervous because 
I did not want her to like let me down you know it's like they say don't meet your heroes and so I was like I'm about to meet Shakira she's like one of my lifelong you know heroes like if if she doesn't live up to you know being super sweet and nice like I think she is then it's going to really disappoint me but she was so sweet to Doug I mean she like vlogged about it it was it was really crazy crazy. I I just she just was so enamored by his like presence in pop culture that she needed to meet him in real life yes I I I don't even know like how it happened It, it just literally one day I got an email from her label and they were like Shakira wants to meet Doug um like what are your availabilities to go to Barcelona and I emailed them back I'm like okay like you know here's our availabilities they're like great can you send us like your flight information but yeah very grateful for that opportunity this is like the really cool this is like your life is crazy (laughs) like that but in such a good way it's just almost unbelievable it's a lot of fun because, you know, we get to meet a lot of people that I really admire and respect. But like I said, it's like when those celebrities meet Doug, it's almost like their their guard comes down because they're just getting a moment to be like real with a dog. Right. What's, so like, Sorry, go ahead. No, you're fine. So it's just like really fun to see people, you know, like Ed Sheeran, like just on the floor with Doug or like doing the dog voice. Like that's my favorite. I'm like, oh, my God, like this is it's just so fun we do our best to protect our pets from unexpected accidents and illnesses but sometimes they're unavoidable and the vet bills that go with them can cost thousands of dollars but they don't have two things to embrace pet insurance and for anyone out there uh, with a cat or dog or anything else i highly recommend getting pet insurance you never know when something's gonna happen they're gonna get into some food they're gonna get really sick or they'll unfortunately maybe get diagnosed with something terrible but you're gonna have this insurance embrace pet insurance offers comprehensive health insurance for dogs and cats so when the unexpected happens you're prepared there are no networks visit any vet and get reimbursed from up to 90 percent of the bill For everyday expenses like routine veterinary care, grooming, and training, there's wellness rewards and Embrace's optional preventative care plan. Ensuring your pet can cost less per day than your morning coffee and getting your personalized free quote takes seconds. Go to EmbracePetInsurance.com slash get it and answer a few quick questions to see your price. You can adjust your pet's quote to fit your budget without sacrificing the coverage they'll need. And every policy comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. You won't regret it. One in three policyholders submits claims in the first year, and they are grateful they have Embrace. So don't wait. Get your free quote at EmbracePetInsurance.com. That's E-M-B-R-A-C-E, PetInsurance.com, slash get it right now embrace pet insurance.com slash get it embrace pet insurance is underwritten by american modern insurance group terms and conditions apply and see it website for details what celebrities follow doug on, on ig doug he's being a bad boy um cole sprouse follows oh doug. yeah i saw he's... him as one of the featured celebrities yes uh we just met billy eilish which was really cool because oh. i love her She's such a cool girl. Wait, who else? Um, oh, gosh, I can't even think. Um, Demi Lovato follows Dougie. Um, I have a list somewhere. I need to pull this up. We can look when, at, we can when look at it. When you're going that. to these destinations for him, does he have regular dog problems getting on the plane and through transportation <laughs> and and like in restaurants and all that stuff? Because California is super easy and great with dogs. But if I go anywhere else in the country with our dogs, it's, they're just so nitpicky. Yeah, I mean, it's it's true. We, we definitely have to like figure out where we want to go or like, you know, a lot of the times when we are traveling, we we need to make sure Doug rests first and foremost. So it's like you see all these moments on Instagram of Doug doing all these fun things, but at the end of the day, his well-being is our number one priority. So like 
a lot of the times when we're traveling, we'll just postmate something or we'll have, you know, Rob will run out and grab food and we'll eat it at the hotel. Um, but you know, when we do go to restaurants, we'll either like ask them if it's okay or like make sure there's, you know, outside seating or something like that. But yeah, they'll either get really excited that it's Doug or not care at all. (laughs) Is, is his, um, is, is he your, both of your main jobs now? That's a good question. Yes. Yeah. Full time. Full and you, so full she, time. you worked in social media and your husband made videos, Perfect. which is what I want to talk about. So obviously, I mean, to recap your, to finish your story, I'm sorry, I can't talk today. So after, um, the book came out after that, was it just like uphill from there? Like skyrocket to form almost 4 million followers? Yeah. I mean, we're still catching up. So the interesting thing too, is that Rob was in a touring band, um, a pop punk band that I listened to in high school and college before I knew him. So he, it like also serendipitously, the band kind of separated ways right when everything was happening with Doug. So he was on the road nine months, 10 months out of the year. And as soon as Doug got, you know, blown up on social media, he got off the road and was able to come and travel and do all of these fun things. That's so crazy. So when, but from 2015 to now, like when, I mean, you guys, how many followers do you accrue like daily or monthly, you know? Cause I feel like he's almost at 4 million. It's almost like people discover him every day. Yeah. That's the, the cool thing too. Is like now that he, he just keeps growing you know, a wider audience. And like recently with him being in Claire's, we have like plushies and Claire's and a bunch of like backpacks and all these products. Um, the younger crowd is really starting to discover him and love him. So like we're gaining a younger audience now and it just really reaches, you know, from really young to honestly really old. We see so many different types of people at our meet and greets. Yeah. It's amazing because animals just like love and music is universal you know, mm-hmm. so it's almost like your audience is just everyone, which is crazy. Um, how did you come up with the name Doug? Because in my head, I'm like, okay, duh, Doug the Pug. But is there a story behind that? So ever since I was young, I loved pugs. Um, my favorite T.Y. Beanie Baby was a pug. Aww. And I, I remember I was like 13 or 14, and I just like one day thought like, oh, my gosh, Doug the Pug is going to be my first pug's name. Mm-hmm. And that's the best decision I've ever made yeah. in my entire life <laughs> from like little me marketing, branding mine. But, you know, obviously I had no idea. Um, but it's funny because when I got Doug, there was a moment when I questioned if I wanted his name to be Doug the Pug. And I like had a bunch, like a long list of other pug names and I was like sending it to my mom and I'm like, I don't know, like, should it be Doug or should it be these? And she was like, you know, just go with your gut. And so he was Doug and he's definitely a Doug. How old is he? He just turned seven. He turned seven on May 20th, and the fun thing is that the mayor of Nashville declared May 20th a Doug the Pug Day here. Shut the fuck up. I, I, do you know what your life is? Like, what? My life is really weird because, like, I went what? on The Bachelor and, like, all these things happened and I found my fiancé. But, like, you take crazy social media life to a whole other level. I mean, this is this is the pinnacle of social it's, media, it's right? Actually probably the greatest job anyone could ever have. I mean, duh. I agree. It, he's, he takes it to a whole other level for sure. I Gee. mean, I never thought I'd be at the mayor's office, like watching him sign a proclamation for the city of Nashville. This is <laughs> unreal. Do you guys own any other dogs? No, we, we have a cat named Fiona. She's like a year old and she's so sweet and beautiful. And watching their dynamic is really, really funny. But, um, I think Doug is a little too much of a diva to have another brother or sister right now. I think that uh, fine jewelry and dainty little uh, necklaces and earrings are really making a comeback. I know there was that time where everyone was wearing um, large necklaces and like big colorful, colorful earrings. But I think everyone's getting back to those timeless pieces that you can buy and invest in and get really nice, like gold hoop earrings that you'll literally wear for the rest of your life. Uh, if you don't lose them. And so we found this, uh, jewelry site that's based in New York. It's made by women for women and it's called 
Orate, and it's spelled A-U-R-A-T-E. And the quality is impeccable the the gold feels substantial and the diamonds sparkle and shine and they're such high quality and so beautiful and i feel like you're never gonna regret buying one of these pieces like you go on the website and you want everything everything is going to last a lifetime and because orate sells directly to you without the middleman markup they can offer some the same quality as traditional Fifth Avenue brands at a fraction of the cost. And Orate hacked the jewelry market, making real gold accessible. Orate is ethically made in New York City, empowering women with the best jewelry options without sacrificing style. And I'm sure a lot of you guys are out there and you get like, you know, the green ring around your ear or your finger and you keep buying jewelry over and over again, like the cheap jewelry. But if you buy a pair of earrings from here, you're never going to have to buy a pair of earrings again. What we love about Orate is that for every piece sold, a child in need receives a book to further their education and Orate was started by two friends during brunch when one got a green finger, like I just mentioned, from an overpriced ring, sparking conversation about how they were fed up with the traditional jewelry market. So Orate was founded on the desire to shake up the jewelry market by offering modern women beautiful designs, amazing quality at affordable at affordable prices and ethically sourced pieces that you can wear every day. You can seriously wear these from morning to night and you will always look so put together. So I got these gold hoops, very Haley Baldwin looking, and I will wear them and I'll probably pass them down to my daughter. So it was a great investment for 15% off your first Orate purchase. Go to Orate, A-U-R-A-T-E, New York.com slash get it and use the promo code get it. That again is A-U-R-A-T-E, New York.com and use the promo code get it. You got 15% off your first purchase and I'm saying, I'm telling you now to really take advantage of this because you're not going to regret that piece of fine jewelry. All right, back to the pug. Are there any copycats out there on social media mm, that's that question. you just get super frustrated with? Yeah, it's hard. That's definitely like one of the, you know, the things you have to kind of navigate. Um, we had one account a while ago that it was another pug and they, I kid you not, um, copied every, like a bunch of posts, like <gasps> exactly like the costume, the location, the caption. Some of them were even exactly a year apart posted from when we first posted it. It was honestly really, really creepy. Um, and Instagram so had sad. to tell them like if, if they continued, then their account would get taken down. So, but it's like, they're still, you know, up and running and it's things like that where it's like, I don't know why you don't just try and, you know, put your own passion and creativity into like making it your own thing. Like, obviously there are tons of pet accounts, millions, but, and the space is for everyone, but don't like copy our stuff to where it's like copyright infringement right. or, you know, it's doesn't make sense to me. I have two questions for you. You mentioned tons of animal accounts. Um, I'm sure you know of all of them. I actually surprisingly don't follow that many animals. I follow a couple, which is weird, Ashley. Like you would think we'd follow more, which I'm definitely going to... I mean, Doug is my gateway. Doug. Drug. (laughs) (laughs) But where does Doug rank around like, you know, the famous dogs and cats on IG? I think... On Instagram, he's like the third most followed animal. Jesus Christ. I feel so honored that he's like on this podcast right now. How would you, <laughs> you feel about like the passing of Grumpy Cat? Because I feel oh, like God. was she, was she number boo. one? And, oh, and Boo. Like those were the two really big famous ones. And now they yeah, both. They, it, yeah. it honestly broke my heart just because it's one of those things where it's like from an outside perspective of people who don't know us and know what we do and know how much we love Doug, people just think it's like, you know, we're, we're trying to make money off of our pet. And it's not that at all. At the end of the day, like Doug is our everything. Like if anything ever happened to him, we would be so devastated, not because it affected our business at all. Like, I don't care about that. I just want, he's my baby. So I know that they, you know, are in so much pain and, it's just like your whole world is crashing down because it is your everything. It's, it is your job, but it, it's your child. It's, right. and then the bond that I have with Doug, because I get to do this for a job 
it's so strong because I've spent every single day with him for the past four years. He was there for my surgery, like for my health struggles, like he's been there for everything. So to watch them go through that and see all of that happen on social media and, you know, get texts from friends like, oh, my God, did you see Grumpy Cat died? Like it made things very feel very, very real. Right. And just Puts really things in me. perspective. Yeah. And like just really appreciate that, you know, Doug is so healthy and that we we go through great lengths. I mean, Doug has a nutritionist. Aww. So like uh, we, we, you know, his health is first and foremost with everything. Well, there's my Uh-oh. Lois. Uh-oh. <laughs> She's yeah, excited. Okay. She's asking Ashley for a nutritionist now. As we speak, actually. <laughs> Excuse, That's me. Excuse me. Why don't I have a nutritionist? Right. Um, Leslie, question. Do you, um, a lot of people question what I do for a living or they don't think that we have jobs, but we spend a lot of time during the day working just as much as anybody who has like an office nine to five. Yep. How many hours a day do you think you dedicate to his Instagram and how much do you post about him and how many days a week? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So for four years, we did two posts a day every single day. Wow. It was that's a I mean, lot did not miss did not miss a day when we were overseas. I would before like there were any sort of social media schedulers, I would set an alarm for like three AM and wow. make sure that I was still posting. So we we, you know, kind of went really hard there and realized, you know, at the start of this year that maybe we should scale it back a little bit. A, it's not good for our mental health and our creativity, and B, it's like the space is changing. Instagram has changed. You don't need to post so much just to be seen. You yeah, know, um, they actually say less is more at this point and like quality over quantity. So totally. now we post once a day. We had um, an expert, an Instagram expert come on a couple of weeks ago and he told us exactly that. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's helped. That's helped a lot. Um, and it feels, it feels better to do it once a day, but I mean, it's the first thing that, we think about when we wake up and go to sleep. Um, I mean, we take photos for content every single day and have phone calls and Rob and I are brainstorming videos and shopping for costumes and props for mm-hmm. Doug. And, Can you let us yeah. into that creative process a little bit? Because I think that obviously is one of the big main reasons, aside from Doug being amazing and beautiful <laughs> and just charismatic, but it really is all the creativity behind the content that you post. Ashley and I were talking about my favorite video, which is when he's in the UFO outfit and just putting him oh in this UFO and he's in space. And I'm like, this is incredible content. Content. Like as a producer, I'm like, this is really funny. It's making me laugh. It's original. So like, how, how does that go down? You and Rob kind of sit down and you're like, let's see what movies are coming out next month. Like, how do you guys decide? First of all, thank you. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much how it goes. It, the cool thing about, you know, the fact that we kind of centered this whole brand around pop culture is we essentially never run out of things to post about. So, you know, Area 51 recently blew up um, on social media. So in our head, we go, how can we turn this into something that Doug can be a part of? And I naturally order an uh, alien costume off of Amazon. He wears a 3T toddler in case (laughs) anyone He's so and cute. And then, you know, we throw him in front of the green screen and Rob does his thing and voila, we have a video. How is he so well, co- like, how does he cooperate so well? He's because a magical dog. I try to put a costume on my dogs and they're like scratching on it two minutes later. <laughs> so ever since Doug was a puppy, I mean, my mom got him a little shirt on Amazon when he was when I just brought him home and he loved wearing that shirt. So like I've been dressing him up forever. Um, so it's just second nature to him. I mean, it's crazy. Our closet, I'll have to send you guys a photo after this, but we, the home edit, um, there are this amazing organizer duo on Instagram came over and like built us these like container store, incredible Ikea shelves. I mean, there's so many things. Bro, this dog lives better than I do. What the fuck? How many things are sent to your house every day, whether it be costumes, dog food, dog treats, dog beds? Such a good question. A lot. Like, is he getting free Gucci and Dior? I would die. (laughs) I wish. I had to buy Doug his first pair of Jordans, so... (laughs) 
That's wait. How much stuff does he get? How much stuff do you get? Um, we get a lot of boxes a week. Now it's honestly mostly since we do have like the the stuffed animals and Claire's, and we just came out with our dog toy line. Whenever we have, you know, new products coming out, we, like, contractually have to get, like, 10 of them to approve them and see all of them. Mm-hmm. So, like, we'll go out of town for a few days and come back to, like, mountains of boxes and stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God, where are we going to put this stuff? You can send it to me. I'll give you my address. I want I want Doug's, like, yes. backpacks from Claire's now. I feel like you must be donating a lot to the dog shelters in Nashville. We do, we do, and it's fun because um, we're in the process right now of starting the Doug and the Pug Foundation, so that's going to help kids with childhood cancer, so I have a lot of exciting plans for that, and things are finally starting to go underway, and um, so a lot of plushies will be going there too. That's incredible. I love that you're using your platform to give back because that ultimately, you. you know, that's why we're all here, and I'm sure Doug brings such, you know, joy to people going through hard stuff. Does he go visit kids in the hospital? Yeah, we've been a few times and it was honestly the the most rewarding thing that we've done so far. You know, it's like he's such a special dog and he goes right up to, you know, the kid who needs it the most. And it's just very, very heartwarming. And at that point, it's like, you know, the views doesn't matter. The followers doesn't matter. Just the fact that we're able to be there in that moment, making someone happy and, um, it's just really special. And I think Doug is just so incredible for being that good. I have a question. I'm trying to figure out how to phrase it because I want it to come out the right way. And But I feel like I wouldn't be doing my journalistic duty without asking it. <laughs> but I, without asking you, obviously, how much money Doug brings in, I'm assuming since, since it is your husband's full-time job and your full-time job, he is somewhat making a living for you guys. Do you ever think of what's going to happen next or, you know, one day when Doug is maybe no longer here? Like, do you ever think of the future? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, an inevitable part of life. Um, but all all we do is just pour as much love into it and, you know, um, just try and, like, make a lasting impact and take it day by day and obviously you know we work pretty far out with our licensing stuff and figuring out what's going on and we're actually working on an animated series right now but you know (gasps) there's only you guys are genius thank you it's gonna be so good we're working with the guy that animated Mushu in the original Mulan shut the fuck up because I literally was telling someone today how I'm gonna be so sad if there's no Mushu in this new Mulan I don't think there will be because there's no music uh, Iago it's like Iago but Mushu. there's no Mushu at all, I don't think, in this movie, like, uh, in the live-action like Mulan. the whole part of Mulan. He's I like, know. Ugh. He's like, you popped out of the snow like Aww. a daisy. <laughs> I fucking love Mushu. It's Eddie Murphy, right? Yeah. yeah. Anyways, yes. that's that's amazing, an animated series. I can't believe how many things you can, you know, create around him. Well, you oh know God, what? You guys are really smart because a lot of people are giving are given these tools and don't know how to utilize them or effectively put them in like a good business strategy. And I think you guys are definitely doing that. Yeah. That's Thank you. Uh, that's when I've become very thankful for, you know, working my job in the music industry and kind of going through the trenches with that and seeing, you know, what needed to be done to like make things happen from a brand perspective and you know, I'm very fortunate that we've gotten the support that we have for the brand. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, yeah. Can you manage crazy. me? <laughs> I know. Wait, I, so like, I like you to create things around me. I need you and Rob to manage my life. <laughs> you guys could definitely get into that. I feel like Instagram, you could manage other animals. Managers. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, no, we've, we've talked about like, you know, Rob is also a professional photographer. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of other things and, He's also doing music producing and um, it's fun because with, you know, I obviously don't have quite near the platform that you guys have or Doug has, but I've built, you know, somewhat of a Doug's platform, (laughs) (laughs) but on my personal account. Um, and I, you know, have endometriosis and I have, oh, I have same, a same, you're my endo sister. I'm so bloated yes, right now. Warriors. I want to die. Uh, Anyways, I feel you. Keep going. But I I wrote a song um, called Get Better about my struggles with endometriosis. And because of my platform with Doug, when I put it out 
you know, I was able to reach a lot of people and the response was amazing. And, um, it's, it's just, it really puts things into perspective, you know, that we can pursue all of our passions if we just like break down that barrier of being scared. It was so scary to write that song and sing and like put it out when no one knew that I even like enjoyed singing or writing music. And, um, it just really goes to show you that, you know, when we do have a platform and we do have those followers, it's like, we have to do things that will one day look back and be like, wow, I'm so glad I did that. Even if, you know, the response isn't amazing. At least we tried. Um, how do you do Like, how do you incorporate yourself in his Instagram? Are you like, Hey, Doug's mom here. Um, I don't post myself on his account at all. So as yeah, we we're kind of behind the scenes with that, but that's where it kind of becomes fun on my personal Instagram as people can see, you know, Doug and I and Rob and Doug and I and everything we do together. But we just kind of like to make it not a secret, but make it look like Doug really is managing his own Instagram. Right. Um, I have a couple questions regarding that. There's one thing that you said in the very beginning of the podcast that's kind of stuck with me that I wanted to ask you about. Um, just because I actually like studying and reading articles on the psychological effects that social media has on our mental health. Um, and the line that you said was people liked his picture more than they liked pictures with me in it. And so I wanted to know... How did that make you feel? How does it make you feel? You know, when that was happening, it honestly ignited like a flame inside of me. Like it it didn't affect me in a negative way and it doesn't affect me in a negative way. I think what we've created with Doug is like very beautiful because he's the celebrity like Rob and I can go to the grocery store and like, you know, sometimes people will recognize us as Doug's owners. Like Rob has a birthmark in his hair. He's very recognizable and that's amazing. But we, we live incredibly normal lives, but Doug with his following, like if we were Doug, we would, you know, it'd be crazy. So like we get to really take a back seat and like have, you know, the amazing like perks of you know I guess celebrity dumb but without it affecting us to a whole degree where it's like bad for us um right it's we, like you get the you know, celebrity without actually, the celebrity that's pretty cool yeah so it, it's it's a very unique spot to be in and it, it's really like weird sometimes um but it, it is really good for our mental health and just for you know the social media aspect of it in general it's like I, when I'm posting on my personal Instagram, I don't worry about likes as much for me because I'm worried about likes for Doug. So I don't really like care about, you know, making sure I have like the perfect photo of myself because I'm more focused on the brand and Doug. That's interesting that though. Do you worry about likes for Doug and are, you know, are you on Instagram all the time? And does that, does that, you know, wear on you? Yeah. I mean, I definitely it's such a job where we constantly have to be creative. And I mean, like I said earlier, how, you know, social media, like we, we follow the trends and like what's going on um, in pop culture, but there's like lulls in pop culture. There won't be anything relevant for weeks. And then those moments, it's like, you know, we've done pretty much everything at this point. It gets hard to like pick and choose what we want to do. So like, we'll try a new idea. And if it, you know, doesn't get as many likes as what we posted the day before, it's natural to be like bummed, but I feel like Rob and I have gotten a lot better in the past year of not letting it like actually affect us and actually, you know, we're just like grateful to have what we have and, you know, we just keep working to make it better. But, um, you know, a lot of that too goes with, you know, the algorithms and I'm sure the social media expert talked about that, but things have changed a lot since Doug went viral that first time. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the, the way that our posts reach people on Facebook especially has changed a lot. So you kind of just have to realize, like, I'm doing the best I can as long as I put out what I think is great and what will, you know, the fans will like, then that's all I can do. I don't want to cross a line here, but you mentioned endometriosis. And I'm wondering if you have any kids and if you wanted kids and how that would affect Doug's life. Yeah, so not crossing a line. Um, I we just got married in November. 
Oh, congrats. Yeah, congrats. Thank you. Yeah, it was amazing. Doug was the ring bearer and JVN from Queer Eye was our wedding official. Oh he God, was stop. on our no podcast. Way. Really? Wait, he was your wedding was your official? Efficient? That's so cool. Yeah. Wait, are you oh, on awesome. Queer Eye season four? <laughs> Doug is like a, a commentator for Queer Eye. Wait, yeah. how'd you guys meet JVN? Well, we met like, him through Doug. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. But uh, became friends. Our dog's going to be just... a ring bearer, too. That's incredible. Really? Yeah. Uh, Doug was so good, and he just sat. Like, I did not expect him to, like, sit and stay because he always has to be right next to me. But it's like he knew that he needed to be, like, really good and sit far away. And just he just watched us the whole time, and it got caught all on the wedding video. And it's, it's uh, you're going to, like, it's going to be amazing. Amazing. I'm so excited for you. Thank you so much. I know. We were like, we don't have a little boy in our life. I was like, let's use one of our boy dogs. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so sorry to answer your question. Um, yeah, I, I'm i not thinking about kids right now. I'm just trying to like, you know, focus on me getting better personally. And then I think Rob and I will have the conversation. But, you know, it, it very well, I very well could not be able to have kids or I might be able to have kids. Right. So infertility is a big um side effect for those listening um when it comes to endos it's also one of my biggest fears but either way there's so many different ways to have kids these days and yeah. doug is a kid essentially you know yeah, it's like what is a kid even that's you know why i was i brought it up in the first place because i was like he's definitely your child now so i was just wondering mm-hmm. how it would be any different if there was an actual child in the picture because yeah, I, I, I know dogs know can get react. like a little jealous or they can get really they could be super great with the baby and the baby could be completely uh integrated into the content with oh my <laughs> god ashley's already oh thinking about god. pimping out your future child he'll his Ashing name will be outfits. doug too they'll be doug oh squared doug the bug and doug the baby yes uh, oh I'll my god doug the baby <laughs> doug the baby if we ever did have a kid, we have so many child clothes because of Doug that oh the child goodness. would be set for life. That's hilarious. Um, I have a question about, you know, you said that Doug kind of takes the celebrity and it's kind of nice because you guys get to experience all these really cool things. But he's, you know, the face of the brand, as you say. But do you ever deal with like, are there dark sides to, you know, managing an account or an animal account? You know, is there a lot of negative feedback in the comments? You ever have to deal with people saying, you know, it's animal cruelty to put a costume on a dog. Do you ever deal with stuff like that? In the beginning, we definitely did. That was like a huge thing when we first went viral because I think it's because no one had really seen many pet influencers before. Like, you weren't on Instagram seeing a ton of dogs like being dressed up or like making videos and stuff. So, you know, we definitely had people accusing us of Doug not being happy or, if, you know, he had a face where he looked grumpy, which pugs just looked grumpy. Just they look grumpy all the time. Yeah. Um, people would be like, he's obviously not happy or whatever. And it was hard. I mean, my mom would like text me and she'd be like, I really don't like the people, like their comments on, on your Facebook page or whatever. And honestly, now I haven't seen any in like, like a year. Like I, we never, we never see any anymore. That's amazing. And then my other question is, you know, I'm sure you've gone on tour with Doug, right? I'm assuming. And what are these meetups like? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, are they so, crazy? Are you ever scared of someone freaking... coming to kidnap your dog? Like, I feel like it would give me a lot yes. of anxiety. I went to a dog meetup once to meet a dog. Really? Yeah. It was a dog. Um, oh, his name was Poe. I don't know if you're oh. familiar with Poe. I, I don't know. No, no, he no. was... Mm, he was a really old dog, and he was, like, going on, mm. like, his bucket list adventure. Like, so the- many. Oh, my God. Yes, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. Oh. I met him, like, a couple months before he died. Oh, yeah. made his day. Oh. Um, but, yeah, do, do you get scared? Because I feel like all these strangers want to touch your dog, and I don't know. What, so are those, like, what are those like? So, like, for example, the meet and greets with Claire's. Those are amazing because we have a whole giant team behind it making sure everything is so organized and so good and we have security and it's like you know people like filter through really well and it's funny because we've had like 700 people before come to our meet and greets and I kid you not Doug wags his tail the whole time like he loves the attention he is 
all for the attention. Um, but there have been times where, you know, especially in the beginning, we would have like impromptu meetups and the worst is when we have a meetup where people are drinking because, you know, some asshole guy will come up and try and take Doug from my arms or from, you know, his little bed or the table. And I'll go like, sorry, you can't hold Doug. And then they'll like, you know, get all in my face or like, you know, try and grab him, even though I said no or whatever. And it, that's when it's really, really hard to like not lose my cool because that's my dog, you know, right. like he's not an object. You can't just like take him as you please and pick him up. Um, so yeah, we've had some, some weird things happen, but nothing luckily too crazy to report. That's wild. Um, is Doug going on an upcoming tour that we can tell our listeners about? We will this fall. We have a few dates coming up with Claire's. Um, we have a we have a scholastic book coming out in the fall too. A so scholastic book you cut out. Book. Yes. Scholastic book. You know, stop. Scholastic book fairs. Yes. I miss yes. that. Do they still have book fairs? Oh yeah. No. My mom is a first grade teacher and this is the cake for her. She's <laughs> like, this is the best thing we've ever done is that she, cause she's Doug's grandma. Like my mom has 20,000 followers on Instagram <laughs> because of being Doug's grandma. No way. That's ama- How many well, followers do you have, have Leslie? I have like a little over a hundred thousand. Oh, so really that's good. really good. Yeah. Oh, thank you. But, um, yeah, so he'll be at the book fair. But, yeah, we, we definitely will have uh, some some dates coming up. What advice do you have for people out there who think that their dog is Instagrammable? <laughs> How do you know if your dog yeah. or pet is Instagrammable? I think Gergi is, but Lois definitely isn't. I think, I think every you're right. pet can be Instagrammable. Um, <laughs> my, my advice is just to, like, have a lot of fun with it. And, you know, the best photos have always come for us with Doug when we, you know, go out and take him on a little adventure and, you know, get a photo while we're out there. And it's nice because not only do you create a memory with your pet, but you have like really cute photos. Um, and another, I, I guess another tip would be like lighting is everything. Um, do you like sure. carry around spotlights? Because whenever I try to take a picture anywhere, it's so horrible. I, I feel like I need to bring around a ring light everywhere I go. We actually don't bring a light, but it's funny because when we are at home and Rob has all of his photo equipment, he, like, tries to get all these things out. And I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. The natural light's fine. But he's, like, setting up this giant rig in our living room just for, like, a photo of Doug with pizza. Does Doug have his own room in the house? He doesn't have his own room. He is a bed hog, which I don't hear. Let me see if you can hear him snoring. (gasps) What does Doug like to eat? What's his favorite food? What does the nutritionist have for him? Yeah. Oh, he can't hear him snoring. Aww. Sorry, what did you say? <laughs> oh, we said... Um, what is the nutritionist? Like, what is he kind of eat? What's his favorite, favorite food? food? <laughs> what should um, people on tour go and bring <laughs> him? Oh, my gosh. Um, so, he can't have chicken or salmon. He can only have beef and duck. He like, but he's very, very like sensitive to foods. Wow. Um, he's eating so duck all orange. <laughs> People think that we actually feed him junk food and pizza because we pose him with it. And I'm like, no, he literally doesn't eat it at all. Um, so he's on a raw diet and he has beef and we cut him up green beans and carrots. And he gets like his omega oils and like a bunch of herbs. And it's a whole process. That's incredible. So he's going to live forever. Yes. Yeah. And he's, yes. He is very, very healthy and we're very lucky. Well, doing so well. Leslie, it's honestly been such a pleasure. First of all, we're going to hang up with you soon, but Ashley and I are going to FaceTime you because we want to meet Doug over yes. FaceTime, if that's okay with you. But I'm also, totally in my pajamas. Yay! So. That's okay. <laughs> Same, though. Same. But um, I just want to end with, what do you have to say to people, you know, that maybe think that you're just, like, using your dog for money? I feel like that's, like, the one thing, you know, people probably on average think, and I just want you to, like, have a platform and like your chance to like answer those people. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I think all I have to say is, you know, we do everything out of love and Doug at the end of the day is our number one priority. And we would never put him in any situations to where he was unhappy or uncomfortable. 
Um, and, you know, he, he rules the world to us and, you know, what he wants to do, we do. And what he doesn't want to do, we don't do. And there have been times where, you know, if I try and put him in a costume, if he doesn't want to be in it, we're not taking that photo. If he, you know, isn't feeling something, we're not doing it. So at the end of the day, he is the happiest dog in the world because he gets to spend every single day with his owners and getting loved on by people. Like he lights up the room. He is, you know, the center of attention everywhere he goes and he makes a lot of people happy. Aw, well, he just made us and all our listeners happy. So, yay! Thank you so much, Leslie, for coming on the I Don't Get It podcast. Where can people find you and Doug? (laughs) Uh, They can find Doug on any social media network that there is. Um, What does Doug tweet? uh, He tweets his photos and sometimes um, opinions about food and things and just celebrities. That's nothing political. Don't worry. And then um, my personal is at Leslie Mosier. And what are they? What are Doug's accounts? It's at it's Doug the Pug. Yes. All right. Well, thank you, Leslie. This is quite informative. (laughs) Thank you so much, guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Okay, guys, that was fascinating, Ashley. We just we actually in the break. Well, in our imaginary break, we just called Leslie, FaceTimed her. Like we hit pause and we FaceTimed yes. her. Yeah. And we dis- we discovered that he has a couple girlfriends. <laughs> there's one in Nashville that he likes. Which is a pug. And then there's a YouTuber in the UK named Zoella. And she has a black pug. And I guess she has a pug named Nala that we have to look up. And apparently Doug is in love with her. Yeah. So there's some more scoop for you guys. <laughs> Doug's got a girlfriend. I don't think anyone knows that. But I can, being, being that we just FaceTimed him, I understand how... They manipulate him in all these different costumes and stuff. Not manipulate in a bad way. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, put because like, he's very calm. He's tolerable. Yes. Well, he's he is such a like great temperament. He was so calm over Facetime. Mm-hmm. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. We love you. Let us know in the Facebook group what else you want us to cover. Um, this was fascinating. And follow the I Don't Get It podcast Instagram and Vote. nominate us for an award. Vote. Vote. vote and nominate us you have to like i think you have to nominate us yeah. i think i'm so I bad we're already nominated i think people have to like vote and nominate no i think we're already nominated okay <laughs> listen to ashley don't listen to me <laughs> i don't know what i'm saying all right all right all right thank you guys so much we love you bye bye I don't This podcast is brought to you by Wave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.